Have you ever struggled with coming up with content ideas for Instagram? We have all been there. Everybody who has ever tried to post content online has at one time or another struggled with ideation. Here's the thing. It is very intimidating sitting, staring at a blank document, but there is a very simple solution to this problem that you can apply on Instagram or to your YouTube channel, your podcast, your blog, really any type of content creation online, and that is content pillars. Developing content pillars can help you stay organized, be more consistent for your audience, and it can help reignite your creativity to help you come up with those amazing ideas that are going to generate engagement among your audience and grow your following. Welcome to the Creator Club podcast produced by Creatorly Media. I'm your host, Katie Steckley. I'm a side hustle YouTuber turned six-figure CEO that's obsessed with social media, making content, and building communities. Here on the Creator Club podcast, we dive deep into the social media and content creation strategies that are important to you as a creator. Whether you want to grow on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or with a podcast, we've got advice for you. So stay tuned for my workshop style solo shows and the occasional expert interview. Oh, and by the way, this club is open to everyone. Whether you have one or 1 million followers, there's a seat for you at the table. So let's get into it. get into this week's episode, diving into the ins and outs of content pillars and how they can help your Instagram strategy. I have to give a massive shout out to the review of the week. This week's review comes from Zuli Hernandez and it is titled Die Hard Fan because of the consistency in quality. And Zuli writes, I'm what Katie would call a diehard fan, and I realized this in an episode when she mentioned our audience is diehard when they follow all your socials and watch and listen to most of your content. Katie and Creatorly Media share a wealth of knowledge for free daily. I love that Katie is super encouraging to everyone. Oversaturated market? I don't think so. Your voice matters because we all have something to offer, and that has been reinforced to me by Katie and her team consistently. I'm always rooting for her and all she does because I love how genuine she is with all aspects of social media and handling the personal side of it too. Thank you so much, Zuli. I really appreciated that, and I always appreciate seeing you on Instagram engaging with our stuff, so thank you so much for that kind review. I always love to give a shout-out to a review from Apple Podcasts on each episode because truly rating and reviewing the show is one of the best ways that you can support us here at the Creator Club Podcast so that we can continue to dedicate the time and effort to write the show, record it for you, edit it, that's required to really provide this type of value in a podcast. So if you have been enjoying it, I always really, really appreciate it if you can leave a review and we might just give you a shout out and read your review on the next episode. I often get asked if you are an Android user or don't have access to Apple Podcasts, what you can do to support the show. And the best way that you can help us out is by giving us a shout out on Instagram or any other social media platform. Just take a screenshot of whatever podcast player you're listening to, post it to your story so your followers can find out about Creator Club as well. And of course, if you do that, feel free to tag us and we can have a chat over on Instagram. So thanks again, Zuli, and thank you everybody for listening. So with that being said, 
Let's get into it. Let's talk about the basics. What are content pillars? Content pillars really form the foundation of your overall content strategy. I like to think of content pillars as the intersection between your goals as a business and what your audience would find valuable. So to kind of paint you a visual picture, I like to visualize this truly as pillars and I actually made a reel on my personal Instagram a little while back that you can go and see if you want to see the actual drawing. Um, I drew out what this sort of diagram looks like if we want to visualize content pillars. You have your brand as sort of the foundation and then we've got our pillars holding up the roof, which is your content strategy. So really these pillars are going to be a smaller subset of the content that you're talking about on your page. So niche is kind of a way of describing your content pillars altogether, like all combined what they would be, or content strategy is another word for it. Another thing you could use to describe content pillars is sort of subtopics or just different subject areas that you're gonna tackle on your page. But the reason why I like to call them content pillars is because I really think they hold up your strategy and they make it all come together. Um, and it allows you to kind of think of these as different categories because I think a lot of people get intimidated by the idea of having to post in just one niche. And that's where coming up with ideas can be difficult because you're trying to create ideas for specific posts under a very broad and vague topic. So instead of just trying to create under a niche, create content pillars, which will help direct your ideation process a little bit more. So again, just to reiterate, your content pillars are sort of the pillars that hold up the roof that is your niche, your content strategy. And really when we're coming up with these content pillars, they are going to really exist at the intersection between your goals. So what you want to post and what you can provide, and then what your audience is going to find valuable. Okay, so how do you pick the right content pillars for your business? This is all great theoretically, but let's talk about the actual process for it. So we can use Creatorly Media as an example. So as you may know, I recently did some rebranding and started a brand new Instagram account for my business. So just a little bit of background in case you're new or you're not familiar with my story. I started out as a solo freelance videographer when I was still in university. That was a few years ago now. And after my YouTube channel grew and I had a lot of demand for content creation services, I started an agency. So now I have a whole team and we work with content creators and small business owners to produce their podcasts, to make their YouTube videos and to create content for their Instagram pages. And so for a long time, I was still doing that under my personal brand, which was fine, but it just made sense for me to pivot. I've talked about it in previous podcast episodes before. Um, you can look back and, and see about why I decided to shift to a business brand. But the point is I did, and that is what Creatorly Media is. That's how it started. So I created a new Instagram for it, of course, as well as a website and all that good stuff. And my goal for the Creatorly Media Instagram account is really to connect with our potential clients and and hopefully get them to jump on board and become a paid client. So 
that's pretty basic, right? That's sort of the goal for many businesses. Social media platforms is to connect with your potential customers and then create the kind of content that's going to help them convert into a paying customer. And of course, we also hope in addition to that, that we can create some free resources on our page that are just helpful for the type of folks that would enjoy the content, but maybe can't afford to invest just yet. So we want to make sure that it's valuable for everybody. But of course, with any business, the underlying goal is to convert followers into paying clients. There are all sorts of things that could be relevant for our, our ideal audience over on Instagram, such as Instagram strategies, YouTube tips, podcasting advice, branding, email marketing, the list goes on and on. There's all kinds of stuff that our ideal audience could find useful. And all of these would be really relevant to the type of content creators and small business owners that we're trying to attract. But if I just focused on what is relevant to our potential clients, it would be a very broad range of topics like I just listed and doing any and all content under the umbrella of business owner or online creator doesn't necessarily help creatorly media reach our goals as a business. You can imagine the type of people that we're trying to attract as clients would maybe find QuickBooks or like bookkeeping tips helpful or like how to do taxes as a small business. Like there's all kinds of stuff that would be relevant to our people, but us sharing about that doesn't necessarily move the needle on our goals as a business because by us sharing, let's say bookkeeping tips, for instance, like how does that benefit creatorly media? We don't offer that as a service or anything. So sure, it would be helpful to our audience, but it doesn't necessarily align with our brand or our goals. So this is where you can start to see where you need to find the overlap between the two circles of the Venn diagram that represents one circle being what your goals are as a business and the other circle being what your audience is looking for. So if you just focus on what your audience is looking for, you might not actually forward your goals as a business, but if you only focus on what your goals are as a business, you might not actually attract an audience because what you're creating might not actually be hitting on what your ideal customers need. So you need to think about both at once. Like I said, our goal is to connect with potential clients and hopefully turn these connections into paying clients. And the service we offer are focused on YouTube, podcasting, and Instagram. So it only makes sense that we make our main content pillars also focused on tips, advice, and strategies for YouTube, podcasting, and Instagram, because we help make that connection even easier for our clients to make. They see the content that we're making and find it valuable. And then we say, oh, and we can also help you with that. Here's our prices. So that pipeline is really, really direct in a way that is more clear than it would be if we were just creating stuff that would be ideal for our audience. So let's try to break this down even further and talk about the specifics of how we are going to lead you into creating your ideal content pillars that are really going to help you grow. But before we get into that, we just have a very quick message from this week's sponsor, $1.80. We all know regular engagement is essential when it comes to growing a true community on Instagram. But if you've ever tried to spend intentional time reaching out to potential audience members, commenting on their content, and starting conversations, then you know how easy it can be to get drawn into the Instagram scroll hole while on the app, and how difficult it can be to motivate yourself when you have no clear way to track your progress. That's where $1.80 comes in. 
If you've been following me on YouTube for a while, then you'll know how much I love $1.80 because it's the perfect tool for content creators and social media managers to stay on top of their Instagram engagement strategy. Inspired by Gary Vee's strategy of giving your two cents on nine photos on 10 hashtags every day, the $1.80 platform is the perfect place to identify your target audience and track your number of comments each day. You can set target accounts, hashtags, and locations based on your ideal audience, and then you get the satisfaction of watching the progress bar fill up as you get closer to your daily comment goal. Try out $1.80 for yourself and see your engagement increase and your audience grow. Try $1.80 for free today at $1.80.com. That's $E-I-G-H-T-Y.com and use the promo code GROWTH2021. All right, so let's get into the specifics of creating your content pillars, the steps that you need to take to really make this happen. First of all, this is the very initial process. If you haven't already done this, it's important to determine who your ideal client or customer or ideal audience is. You know I talk about this all the time, but if you haven't taken a minute to actually sit down, open up a notebook, and journal about your answers to these questions that I'm about to list, then I really, really encourage you to do it because I think a lot of us have a vague idea in our mind of who our ideal audience is, but you might be surprised with the level of detail that you're able to come up with when you really sit down and write it out and then where that might take you in terms of content ideas. So try to ask yourself questions like this. Who is my ideal audience? What do they enjoy doing? Where do they shop? What are their struggles? What are their hobbies? Where do they live? What other types of accounts do they like to follow on Instagram? This is the type of stuff that you really want to work through. And actually, if you've struggled with this in the past and want a little bit more of a guided approach to really, really nailing down who your ideal audience is, I will actually be talking about identifying your ideal audience and developing your business branding and walking you through how to create 90 days worth of content in our fall content planning workshop called Back to Social that is gonna be live on September 11th. So you may have heard me already talking about this on the Creatorly Instagram account or in previous podcast episodes. I just wanna let you know now that registration is officially open, which is very, very exciting. So make sure you go check it out. Just head over to creatorlymedia.com slash workshop Or if you go over to our Instagram, it is linked in the bio and sign up because we are going to be diving into all of this ideal audience stuff and figuring out your content pillars and then actually walking you through our signature process for filling out a content calendar. So you don't want to miss it. Make sure you go and sign up over at creatorlymedia.com slash workshop. So That all is the foundation for our content pillars approach. You need to figure out who your ideal audience is and have a very, very clear picture of them in your mind. Another important part of creating your pillars is identifying your goals for your Instagram. There are three main goals that most businesses have on Instagram. I've already sort of hinted at one previously and that's sales, but we'll get into the other two. Uh, They are audience growth, sales, and community building. When we work with new clients on their Instagram accounts, we always talk about what category they fall into because depending on where you are in your business journey, you may be focusing on one of these three more than the other two, just depending on what your your current stage of growth is. 
So let's talk about them sort of in order of, of how you build up from zero. The first one tends to be audience growth. So some creators or businesses are just looking to build up their audience so they can get to the point where they can start doing brand collaborations, affiliate marketing, or so that they're able to sell their own products, merch, or services. This is normally where you start out if you have an account with very few followers, your main goal is going to be building up an audience through creating really high value content that works at that intersection between your goals and what your audience is looking for. At this stage, you might even lean a little bit more towards just that what your audience is looking for type of content to really start to build up a community. So if this is your goal, then you're going to be focusing a lot on creating content that's highly shareable. So we're talking reels, we're talking different types of memes. You're really going to be thinking about reaching out to other people through engagement strategies. This is all about getting exposure to your page. And just knowing this is going to help you to kind of change up maybe what your content pillars are going to be or what your breakdown of different types of posts is going to be. So of course, anybody at any stage is interested in continuing to grow their audience. That's, you know, pretty obvious. But if you are just getting started out and you're not ready for these next two categories yet, then that's going to inform how you generate your content pillars. So audience growth, that's sort of the first step. And once you have that really down pat, then you kind of continue it through the, the following steps. So the next one that I mentioned is community building. Now, building a community is kind of the bridge between the audience growth stage and the sales stage that I mentioned earlier. You want to grow your audience and then you build up that community. And then in doing so, you build the like, know, and trust factor with your audience, which can help convert that community into customers. So you can see how we go from, we build an audience, we turn that audience into a community, and then we turn those community members into customers. That's sort of the journey here. So if you're in the community building stage, then you might not be so concerned about just really growing your exposure or your reach, but rather you're thinking about how can I grow my engagement? Now that I've got people following me, how can I get them even more engaged on my content? How can I make sure that they're commenting, liking, sharing, and saving? And so at this point, you might be thinking about how can I share more about me personally? So before, if we were doing reels and memes and that sort of stuff, in this stage, you might start to move into sharing a photo of yourself and a really personal caption about a vulnerable experience that you've gone through that your audience might find relatable. Maybe you'll start to do more long form content like IGTVs or lives. So that's kind of, you can see how your approach to the different types of format of posts that you're making is going to shift as you go through this process. So that's community building. The third stage, the other place that you might be at as a content creator or business owner is sales. So like I mentioned before, any sort of established Instagram account for a business is going to have some sort of goal of converting followers into clients, right? So maybe you already have a sufficient audience built up, which really can be any size. It depends on the type of thing you're trying to sell but you might be trying to figure out how to monetize that audience and make that conversion from followers to customers. That's really what the sales stage looks like. So we've already established a good audience. We've got them engaging. Now it's about making the type of content that is going to make the sale. This can really range across all different types of posts, whether it's reels or memes or IGTV. It's all about figuring out how you can pinpoint your customer's pain points and how you can offer a solution. 
Okay, so this is just another part of the backdrop of creating your content pillars. Really, your content pillars can stay fairly consistent across these three different stages of growth with your Instagram page. They might shift slightly in the early days of audience growth and community building. You might not really have much content geared towards selling. And then once you get to the sales stage, one of your content pillars may become purely about sales. That's something that we recommend to a lot of businesses that we work with when they come on. If one of their goals is really converting their Instagram audience to customers, then we'll have five content pillars and one of them will purely just be sales. So that means one fifth of the posts are all about promoting products or services for that business. So that's kind of where this journey informs what your content pillars are going to look like. But between audience growth and community building, they may look pretty consistent. But these kinds of goals are important to identify so that you know what types of posts that you're going to make. Because content pillars are really about themes or topics. And these three stages of growth, the audience growth, community building, and sales, is going to inform the format that that content is packaged in, whether it be reels, memes, IGTV, etc., So that's why it's important to know all that. So once we have that foundation in place, it's time to talk about discovering the overlap. So now that you're familiar with your ideal audience and you have your goals in mind, whether it's audience growth, community building, or sales, it's time to find the overlap between the ideal audience we established and the goals. So these are the two main questions that you need to ask yourself at this stage to find that intersection. Firstly, What are some topics that you are passionate about that your ideal audience would also relate to? So topics that you can see yourself showing up and posting about day after day that you also think your ideal audience would love to engage with and share to their stories and interact with day after day. So that's the first question that you really need to think about. This is all about relatability and your personal connection with the audience. And the reason why I emphasize this is because if you're the one creating the content, then you need to make sure that you're passionate about it in some way. And I'm sure if you're a content creator or a business owner, you will be passionate about your chosen niche. So just make sure that you are really zeroing in on the types of topics around your niche that your ideal audience is going to care about and relate to. So that's the first question. The next question is, once you determine this list of topics, which of those topics can also help you reach your goal? So you can kind of see how we're slowly narrowing down here. A lot of people, when they're thinking about what to post on Instagram, they start with that question of what are some topics you're passionate about? And then they end there. And that's where you really are going to see a lack of growth and engagement because we haven't taken it far enough through that refinement process to really figure out what's going to be effective. So it's great to be passionate about something, but we also need to ask the next two questions, which are take those topics you're passionate about. And like I was saying, which of these can your ideal audience relate to or connect with or find value from? So let's say you started out with a list of like 10 topics that you love. Now we've asked, okay, well, what of these do our ideal audience care about? Maybe we only have, you know, seven or eight left. Then we ask ourselves, okay, we've got this list of seven or eight topics. Which of these topics can help us reach our goal, whether it's selling our services, collaborating with certain brands, whatever it might be. And then through this part of the process, we might realize, okay, there's actually really just five topics here that our audience will relate to and will help us reach our goals as a business. 
So that is kind of where you narrow down to your five content pillars. Hopefully that has shed some new light on the process. I know we talked about this in a fairly theoretical way, which is why I want to give just one more shameless plug about my fall workshop called Back to Social, inspired by Back to School Vibes. We're getting back on our Instagram grind because we're going to be diving deep in the workshop into various different types of content, pillars, strategies, formats on Instagram, and how they will help you reach your specific goals. So if you want to be there for the live workshop where we can work through it together, talk about our specific situations and really brainstorm what your content pillars can be. Now that we've got this really great theoretical framework I've walked through in the episode, if you want a really practical application of that, then coming to the workshop is going to be a really great option for you. Just to give you an idea of what to expect, the workshop is going to be an hour long live online in the morning on Saturday, September 11th. And don't worry if your time zone doesn't line up with mine, the replay is going to get sent to everyone. So you will definitely get that content. When you sign up for the workshop, you're also going to get a workbook that's going to take you through all the content that we go over in the workshop. So you can take notes and make sure that you are processing it and documenting it to have the most effective training possible. And with the workshop, you're also going to get our signature content calendar template. You're going to get a copy of it that you can use for yourself. And through the workshop, I'm actually going to walk the group through using this content calendar and how to apply it to your own situation. And you'll be able to fill it out so that at the end of the hour, you'll actually have a lot of your content planned for the fall, which is going to be a really awesome takeaway. So not only is this a training on strategy, but it's also a practical workshop where you're going to get some stuff done. So you're not going to want to miss it for that reason. But if that wasn't enough, we're also throwing in 10 Canva templates that you can modify to suit your brand. And these are going to be templates around the best types of posts that you need to make right now to help increase your reach and your engagement. We're talking all the best memes, all the best formats for carousels that are going to help you get the shares and saves that you need to keep growing. So when you sign up for the workshop, you're going to get those three freebies and you're also going to get an invite to our afternoon Q&A. So after the workshop in the morning, we're going to collect all your questions and then I'm going to show up again in the afternoon for another live session to answer them all. So we're going to make sure you get the most value out of this workshop possible. So if that sounds exciting to you, you can check it out. You get all those freebies, both those live sessions for just $85. And we're really, really excited to be offering this resource to try to get us all back onto our social media groove this fall after having hopefully a relaxing summer. So that sounds exciting. That's creatorlymedia.com slash workshop. Make sure you go check it out. And like I mentioned at the beginning of this episode, having content pillars can help you stay organized, be more consistent for your audience and reignite your creativity. So hopefully after listening to this episode and coming to our workshop, you will never have to say, what should I post ever again? Thank you so much for listening. And I hope you all have a wonderful week and I will see you at the workshop. Thanks so much for listening to the Creator Club podcast. This show is produced by Creatorly Media, a social media and content marketing agency by creators for creators. If you want professional help growing your social media platforms or creating your content, come visit us at creatorlymedia.com or at creatorlymedia on Instagram. 
If you've listened this far into the episode, we want to know who you are. Seriously, thank you so much for listening. Screenshot your podcast app and share it to your Instagram story, tagging at Creatorly Media or at Katie Steckley so that we can chat. Again, thanks for listening and remember to keep on creating. We'll catch you next time.